Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Digital Collective. I'm your host, James Hicks from Hicks New Media. And on this show, you know, we focus on the people, the platforms, and the tools that are making positive strides within the technology sector today. My guest today, Lord have mercy, hold up, wait a minute. Uh, this man, I, I couldn't read through the long bio, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let him go ahead and do, do his thing. But let me, let me just say this, National Black Radio Hall of Fame inductee, one, Living Legends Foundation inductee, two, Icon Award winner, club president at the Toastmasters. He's supposed to be at the Toastmasters right now, but he's hanging out with us. But you know what? We appreciate him for that. Uh, certified NLP coach. This man is somebody. If you go Google him, you're going to find a winner. So I, I'm blessed. I'm honored to have this gentleman here on the show with us. We're going to talk technology. I'm going to pick his brain about what he's using behind the scenes to create a lot of the micro content that he does on his various channels. He's also an entrepreneur. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Y'all ready? Let's get into it. Listen, I, I didn't know where to start because, <laughs> because the line and the list is long. Shouts out, ladies and gentlemen, Hurricane Dave Smith himself. How you doing, brother? Let me salute you. Man, no, I, let, let me put, salute no, you. Let me, let me salute you. You know, I, I've always been a big fan of yours, and I've watched many of your shows, and I thought, wow, what, how cool would it be to be on that show? Because you, you reach so many different people, and then all of a sudden, I got an invite. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my goodness, the man upstairs is always listening, there just like these devices that we have always listening to us. So something, Cal, you, you got the signal and I got the invite and I was very pleased, my brother. I'm listen, excited to be here, James. Thank you. I love it. Listen, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. We, we are streaming all sorts of places today. I, I love the the conscious effort as well that you put out in terms of reaching out to your community. So I, I know that we're out there on on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all the things. Uh, but for my community who, who may not have gotten the gist of who Dave Smith is, who Hurricane Dave Smith is, if you could just give kind of that 35,000 foot uh, monologue, if you, don't, if you don't mind, of who, sure. what, where, and why it is that you do, sir. Well, I'm a tech nerd. Uh, I really am. I love technology. I've always loved technology. I've been taking things apart ever since I was a child and trying to re-put them back together. So I've always had a fascination uh, for technology and that's just in my bloodstream. Uh, my career from a, a business standpoint is I've spent about 39 to 41, maybe 40 something years uh, in the radio broadcasting business. I've had the opportunity uh, to program in some great markets, including right here in Atlanta, Georgia. I programmed in Cincinnati, Cleveland, uh, I've programmed uh, outside, just outside of Dallas. I've just been all over the place. Uh, the name Hurricane Dave actually started when I was in Houston, Texas. So uh, the radio business has been like my first marriage, and you know, and it will always be my first marriage, even if I have like a wife or a second or a third wife. I'm always going to be somewhat married to the uh, to the radio game and to the entertainment game. But I've been blessed to have one numerous awards and won in various markets all across the country. So, you know, it's just a blessing. You know, I love meeting people. 
as you probably can tell, I have a little bit of the gift of the gab. You got you got a little bit of it. Listen, a little bit of that. A little bit. Microphone. You familiar? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Microphone fiend. Absolutely. Okay. Watch out now. Let me. Let me. I got my triggers here. We we can do a little something as well. You know, <laughs> one of the initial reasons for us getting together was, I don't know if you posted it or we, we kind of wrapped around this conversation about AI, right? There's this conversation yes. Yes. about when, when that Drake song came out, or which was not a Drake song. <laughs> the no, it was AI not a Drake song. rendered Drake song and wondering, did that violate intellectual property? Let, let's start there, kind of from a technology perspective, and then we can dive into kind of your stack of what you're using to create your content. But... Again, coming from the radio industry, coming from the music industry, and now seeing where we are with technology and how of a proliferation that is, we've got these songs that are being made by a computer and an algorithm. It sounds very close to Drake, but it's not him. What 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 are your yeah. thoughts of of that right there? Just just that aspect. Well, I'll be honest with you. The AI scenario is actually quite scary when I think about it. And it has a lot of people in the industry scared as well. As a matter mm -hmm. of fact, I think I can play something, a little bit of that, that post that I did. And you can tell me if you can hear the audio, you can just shake your head. We're going we gonna to see what happens. You ready? It's all good. Let's do it. Let's do it. AI, you are tripping. What's up, Atura King Dave? Listen, you know that I happen to love artificial intelligence. I love AI. I love chat GPT. I've been talking about that since last year. But what's happening right now in the recording industry has a lot of people very, very worried. I mean, check this track out right now. I came in with my ex, like Selena, the flex. Bumping Justin Bieber, the fever, it left. She knows she need her, need her, she blessed. That, my friend, is not the new Drake. That's not the new Drake. And it's got Drake and other people in the industry upset. That is artificial intelligence made to sound like Drake and The Weeknd. I will say they did a much better job on the Drake than they did on The Weeknd. But again, these are very scary times when your favorite artist can be duplicated through AI. what's it like in New York City? All right, so I won't play. I won't play the whole thing. It, it don't matter because it's not real, so I'm not gonna get a copyright strike. So <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> right. Actually, since that was on my social media, I, I never got a copyright snag mm -hmm. on it. But I did think about that when I was putting uh, my pieces together of things that we may talk about. I was like, I don't want him to get no strike anywhere. But I'm only gonna put things on this channel that have already been cleared. Love I wouldn't it. do you that way. I wouldn't do you that you. way, bro. <laughs> I appreciate you on that. Right. So, so again, you, you yeah. had it already queued up. And again, that's, I, I didn't even realize that you were going to have that actual audio piece, but you know, let's, let's talk about that. You know, this is yeah. where we are and we just within the weeks that we've been prepping for this session, the federal government has kind of started talking about legislation to maybe pump the brakes on yes. artificial intelligence and kind of think about the long-term effects of this technology. Let's, let's go into it, man. Yeah, I think that there has to be some sort of regulation on it because, again, that's intellectual property. When mm. you can make a sound that sounds just like that artist, the artists and the record labels should be upset. And so thank God that those guys are taking a look at it. You know, the one thing about all this technology that is so crazy is that it's happening so fast. It's yeah. happening so quickly that you know how our government works. We are not a fast action type government. That's just not how we get down. You know, usually we find out about stuff. I mean, of course, the intelligence system that we have nas nationally is very, very good. But on social media type things like this, 
a lot of times we're behind the eight ball, but these artists and these writers, you know, that strike that's taking place out, out West right now with the writers, it's because of AI. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think there's a lot to be concerned as much as I love AI and I'm definitely 100% an AI type person. It could be very, very dangerous, you know, because there are farms now, there are media farms that have been around for a long time, legit ones. And now these AI media farms are cropping up and they're putting out false information. I mean, they're doing these news stories that have the anchor's voice reading information that was typed in by some weirdo. And it sounds just like, it sounds like my man's that yeah. I watch on TV. You know, so I, I think that it's something, James, that we should be very concerned about uh, from a media standpoint and yeah. a technology and society standpoint. Absolutely. So, I mean, we're, we're both in the technology field and we, we've known that this has been around for a while, but it, it, it's now bubbled up to the consumer level. Right. So, so now yeah. it, it's on the ABCs and the CNBCs of the world. So folks are now seeing on their nightly news. So now there's all this conversation and, and concern about it. Uh, I, I agree that there are, are some significant pros, but I also agree that there are some significant possible needs to pump the brakes a little bit in terms of how, how much it is infiltrating what it is that we do on an everyday basis. Um, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny when I was talking to one of my colleagues and they were like, yo, this AI thing is like out of control. Mm. And and I said, well, you know, AI has been around for a while. I mean, I use Grammarly as an example yeah. because, you know, that's one of my weak Good things platform. and it's been around for a while. But if you think about, you know, Microsoft Word or if you're an Apple fan like you and I, if you think about pages, when we're typing something and it's auto-correcting, it's been doing that for years. That's, that's not true. new. That's true. You know, that's artificial intelligence right there. So, but chat GPT, you know, it, it took the game and flipped it on its head. And so now people are all, you know, some people are up in arms, some people are excited. But when you think about it, technology, the, the technology has been around for many, many, many years. Yeah. Now, Shirley, I see you joining in. Appreciate you for being here, my friend. So let me, let, let me ask you this, Dave. Um, again, so coming from the entertainment world, right? And again, yes. we, we, we've got this very poignant uh, example that you played and you showed a, few, a second ago. Um, mm -hmm. how, how do we move forward? Or is it even too soon about moving forward, right? Because again, we, we've already been, we're already able to download this onto our Spotify and our Apple Music, and we're mm -hmm. already able to hear this on our gym playlist. I can actually take that song and put it in, in my playlist, listen to that now. It's, no one's getting paid for it. Someone just created right. it using an, an algorithm. But how concerned should, not, not, not just a music artist be, but how concerned should the general public be when it comes to knowing what they're getting is probably not true or, or is fake or is crafted by a computer algorithm. Well, the just question is, I guess is just the, in general, right? Yeah. I, I think the question is, will the audience even care? Wow. You Come on now. As, as long as they're getting fed, do they really care? And that's the scary part. And, and that's why these writers, like I said earlier, are on strike. It was continuing in the entertainment realm, you know, radio personalities that are actually on the air, you know, radio, the radio industry that I love, like I said, it's my first marriage has gone through a lot since the pandemic, lots of people losing their jobs. Uh, you know, I don't want to say that people are leaving radio because everybody's been saying that for like a hundred years, radio still reaches 93% of every American one week. So it's not going away. But the question is, 
now they've got these chat these chat gpt radio announcers Crazy, and so man. where you might hear your normal announcer that you love on overnights as an example a lot of times they don't put anybody on overnights because of budget reasons well now you can put chat gpt on overnight and it could sound like there's a personality talking about things going on in the city but as we all know once you get that door cracked it, it, it's not closing it's hard. so it's open it's and it's going to get thing. bigger Right. Absolutely. I, I, think, I think that's almost what and I don't want to put words in your mouth. I wonder if that's what you alluded mm -hmm. to by saying, you know, the consumer almost may not care because it's so convenient now to be able to uh, do the autocorrect, to be able to write a paragraph, write a story. Right. You can just tell Jack yeah. you know, you've got a premise and you got a, uh, a thought and it'll, it'll write the entire story for you. But that the whole fact thing. that it's so convenient and let's be honest, the price is right. Oh yeah! Right, right now you, you, you <laughs> yeah. get all, most of this stuff for, for zero to very, very Absolutely. low out, outlay from your wallet. So that's scary, yeah. though. I, I guess I've never yeah, heard, I, heard it said like that. That you know the consumers may not care about it. Well, the consumers care. Yeah. Again, mm -hmm. as long as they're getting their appetite fed and satisfied, and they're utilizing the products, I don't think they're going to be that bothered. But I will say this with radio: mm -hmm. I do know that uh, Drew Carey actually did a a um, a mock show. And he, he had it all programmed. He had the script written and it was a computerized version of him. And the next day he told the audience about it and the audience let him have it. They were not appreciative. They did not want to think about AI taking uh, human jobs. So some of that, some people are concerned about, but you know, again, that might be the, the, what they call the P1 listener, the active listener, the listener who would actually pick up the telephone and make a request. They may be concerned about it, but that's a very small percentage. You know, 85% of it might go over people's head and they might not even really realize that it's AI, an AI computer-rated generated voice. And in some markets, you know, that might work. So, you know, the, the cat's out of the bag. I mean, the train has left the station. <laughs> the, the horse out the is out of the barn. You know, <laughs> it's going down the, that road and, and it's not Go coming ahead. back. So the yeah. question is, how, how are we going to tame that bad boy? That's the real question. Right. And right, that's so what's going to be so left out. So, so let's go yeah. there, right? Again, so uh, being conscious consumers and, and being not not being lazy in, in terms of how we take advantage and, and utilize technology today how, how do yes. we be more cognizant and aware in terms of what we consume as, so yeah. I'm, I'm asking a whole bunch of different ways right so not just as digital creators from your perspective how do we consume this See, I'm, I'm i'm not even looking at my notes forget my notes now we, uh -huh. we, we going in we going <laughs> as, go as, as creators and as as parents like as we so as we think of our youth now coming into this world, they're already internet kids, right? They they already don't know a world without six seconds swipe left or right. But now they have the ability to craft all of this documentation, craft all of these projects, do do all this stuff with an right. algorithm writing for us. How, how do we be cognizant and be conscious about how we entertain that? I think we have to understand it. You know, a lot of times people are fearful of things they don't understand. Wow. Come and on now. The best, thing, the best thing they can do is try to get in front of it and learn it, especially like you said, the younger folks have a quicker adoption rate. As an OG, I'm one of the OGs, and I don't want to say you're an OG because I don't know no, how you, old you yeah, are. I didn't shave okay. that. I, I got the salt in the, in the see, there we go. But, we but listen, we, we don't really adapt to things nearly as fast as kids. Mm. You know, 
we're used to putting a pen in the paper, you know, yeah. on, on some stuff. We're used to back in the day having a reel to reel where you had to, you know, use a splice tape if you're using oh, production. Yeah, you know, yeah. these kids, they don't know anything about that because it's all been digital. They don't know about the analog world. So if we're going to understand it as parents and OGs, then we need to dive into those books because the last thing you want a kid mm. to know is more about some technology than you know. You know, and there's it's funny because I see some people say, Hey man, I'm trying to get this thing to work on my phone, and they give it to a kid and they can get the thing to work like, like, what's the problem? You know, oh, I was just trying to be able to take a picture. So as parents, if we if we put our blinders on, James, it's a wrap for us, yeah. bro. It's stay, stay vigilant, stay cognizant. Uh, don't, yeah. don't let these young cats, you know, outdo us. They don't know nothing about these Maxell gold uh, metal tapes. They don't know about that. No, they don't know nothing what? about that. They don't know nothing. They don't know about TDK. No, they don't know about that. Look at you. Look at you. You should have no, put that on the screen because there's no, some BAS, young yeah. kid out there saying, what What are they talking about? Uh, yeah, no, bass. They, they don't, what they are don't they know talking about? Nah, they don't know. Okay. Yeah. So we, but, we can go. but the best thing we can do, bro, is try to learn the technology. I mean, you know, again, if we don't learn it, we're going to get left behind because mm. technology, the adoption rate, you know, it used to be like this short, you know, and then it's getting this short. The adoption rate is getting so fast. And before we know it, that stuff's going to be out there and they're going to be getting it in seconds. So the best thing we can do is research it and not be afraid of it because it's here and it's here to stay. That's true. I like that. Uh, let me, let me yes. ask you this. Uh, on the positive side, from a technology perspective, you are multifaceted, right? We, 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 I could say mm -hmm. that you, you are, and I don't want to demean it, just a radio man. No, I mean, you, you no. are entertainment, you are entrepreneur, you've got a lot of irons in the fire. Let's, let's talk a little bit about how you're using technology in a positive perspective for some of the uh, brands that you're building for some of the, the companies mm -hmm. that you're working with and that you're building that, that kind of thing so how you're using technology today to do what it is that hurricane dave uh represents well i'm working with a couple of different companies i have a company called branded live and branded live is a black technology company is what i like to call it and we are working right now believe it or not the very latest thing is working and creating chatbots off of websites that are already been developed. You know, as an example, say there is a, uh, a Dave'sFurnitureStore.com. Well, we are. I'm working with some young guys that are so smart, bro, with this technology. We can take the information that's on your website, and it will crawl your entire website and turn that into a chat widget that could be put on that website. Now, companies had been doing this for years, sometimes charging four and $5,000 to crawl a website. Say you're a, an attorney, you have a, a law firm, and you need a chat widget on your attorney site. Companies have been charging people four and five grand to do that because it takes time. Well, now with ChatGPT, all I have to do is punch in the URL of that website, and within five minutes, three to five minutes, It'll read everything on there could be 400 pages on that website. It'll read it in four minutes, five minutes, and instantly create a chat bot that can be sold to that company. 
Wow. That is the technology that is happening right now. Mm. And I'm so excited about that's going to be one of the things that I offer as one of the services. I mean, I have a, a SaaS company and we are always interested in developing and working with these young folks because they get it. So that's going to put a lot of coders out because you don't have to have any coding skill. So yeah. that's the very latest thing that I'm working on. But, you know, the, the whole chat, B, uh, chat GPT thing, I've been working with that since last year. The first thing that I actually put in there last year, because I think it came out in November of last year, if my memory is uh, is correct, is I actually, this is going to be sound self-serving, but I it, this is real life. I put in the information from my bio that had been on LinkedIn for some time, and I put the accolades, different things in there, and then I said, enter. Yeah. And I thought about it, that the thing flashed for like three seconds, did then it, it started typing. I was like, oh, my God, man, up. I think clean me up. I, I got, you know, no front, no cap. When I got done reading what it said, I had to say, dang, who, who is that guy? Yeah, that's a bad man. You know, that's a bad man. man. That, that, but I got to give it to chat GPT because it put things in words that there's no way that I've ever would have thought about saying mm. that next to that or plugging that in. So the technology is there. And if it's used correctly, it could be done in an awesome way. So as I look at different jobs or I bid on different things, I take the information and I put that in chat GPT and I hit the button and it spits out something. Whoever's reading is going to say, oh, this guy gets it. Love it. You know? The love technology it. can be used in a, in a lot of different ways. I'm, I'm not afraid of the technology. I think the technology is awesome. And also imagine if you're doing some sort of science project, if you're a doctor and sometimes things takes years and years and years to develop new Western medicines. Now they put that in there and it does the work of 30 people in about 10 or 15 seconds and it never gets tired and never needs to sleep. Never needs, a, never coffee needs break. a day off, <laughs> never needs a coffee break. Doesn't need to go to their kid's game. You know, Man, no, 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 don't get to replacing my job. Well, okay. We, we, we won't talk about that. No, <laughs> we don't want to do that, but do I'm that. telling you, it's amazing. The technology is amazing. And I'm fat. I'm totally, as you can hear, probably from my enthusiasm, I'm fascinated by it all. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So are you, are you teaching as well, teaching folks, or are you more, more curating and, and bringing in kind of the, the, this is out of curiosity, bringing in the minds that are already sure. working in this and, and putting them to use and, and building platforms, applications I'm and projects, a, things like that? Or are you going out and I'm actually doing, teaching doing, folks? I'm not teaching. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely a consumer of the product, but I can mm. speak about it with a good fair amount of knowledge. Uh, because again, I've been messing with it since it came out, but I work with a, a lot of young people, developers in particular, who are way smarter than me. And I will ask them a question, well, can it do this? And they say, well, of course. Uh, well, well, can you show me how that's done? And it, do you mind if I screen record? Because I screen record everything because mm -hmm. I don't want to go back to the young guy and be like, hey, remember when you showed me how to do X, Y, Z and R? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you show me that again? So I use screen recording technology almost every time I'm on a Zoom. I'm recording those things. And now, as you know, there are programs that you can use using AI that will take notes of all the Zoom meetings. You can click a button and highlight a certain thing. And then you can go back later and say, hey, I was talking about um, XYZ-R. I type that in XYZ-R and it could be a two hour Zoom meeting. It'll go straight to it. 
So again, the technology is there to make us smarter. Although I will say I am a fan of saying that these smart device these smart devices have made us stupid. I am a fan of that. Yeah, listen, because I, I'm, we don't I'm remember numbers. Yeah. Don't, so, don't, don't ask crazy. me what your phone number is. I, you, you, exactly. You are, I just have to scroll down and to the S's. Mm -hmm. right? You're right yeah. about that. Um, yeah. All right, let's let's do this, right? Let's let's pivot slightly mm -hmm. because we, we started talking about and kind of put the promos out saying we were going to go through some tech stacks uh, of yes. applications and platforms and products that, that we utilize. You've already mentioned a couple. Uh, you mentioned Zoom, yes. you mentioned Grammarly, you mentioned uh, something for screen recording. I'm not sure if that's Loom or not. I know you're also mm -hmm. from a broadcast studio perspective. You're also an, an Ecamm user. So you're you're coming yes. through Ecamm. So we got a shout mm -hmm. out to them. But so let, let, let's talk about productivity platforms that, that you use yeah. uh, as an entrepreneur and as a digital creator. What what do you what are your top three, top four apps and platforms that you use? Well, one of the biggest things that I'm a huge fan of is a program called DaVinci Resolve. Mm -hmm. And DaVinci Resolve, to me, I, I'm an Apple fan, so I'm an Apple fanatic, but I have Final Cut Pro. I have the whole Adobe suite, so yeah. I've been editing those things. And then a friend of mine, actually, I Googled something about editors, and DaVinci Resolve came up, and I was like, DaVinci Resolve, what is that? Let me see what it is. <laughs> and is it? I fell in love with it. How much is it? Tell tell people how much it is. Ninety nine, free ninety nine. <laughs> That's what that is. There free right ninety nine. Yeah, and so I was like, well, if it's free, how good could it be? And um, how how good could it be? And it turned out to be very very good. Now they offer a studio version, which I think is two hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yes. Yeah. I tried the free version, fell in love with it. The only difference between the more exp or the paid version is you can output your stuff in uh, your stuff in like four K yeah. and eight K and all that stuff. And so I was like, eh, you know what? The program is so good, I'm willing to pay it, even though I may not put something in six K. So DaVinci Resolve is from Black Magic Studios. I would encourage everybody to try it. Um, if you try it and you have questions, uh, we'll share, I'll share my information on how you can contact me. Look at this man. I'm a here. huge fan. Consultant. I'm a huge fan of that. So, yeah. So, so I love that. about DaVinci Resolve today, uh, which is yes. kind of interesting because this morning mm -hmm. Apple came out and said, guess what we're doing? We're going to offer Final Cut Pro finally on the iPad. Because right? wow. that, that was a big, I don't know if you knew that, because that was one of the, one of the big reasons for me moving over. DaVinci was because mm -hmm. I could be 35,000 foot in the air on my way to visit my Without kids and I can have it on my mm -hmm. iPad and I could be mm -hmm. uh, editing footage on DaVinci on my iPad. But now Apple today said they're coming out with Final Cut Pro for the iPad. It's going to be a $5 per month subscription, uh, but going to be very intuitive and, and very capable uh, yeah. coming out at the end of this month. What are your thoughts about that? Once you go black, once you go black, <laughs> black magic, once you go black magic, yeah, you don't go back. Yeah, you don't go back. Because that this. black is so good. That black is so good. This man is, <laughs> this man is telling the truth right here. Okay. okay. So yeah, we, we, yeah. we DaVinci Resolve for all your, your video and editing things Everything. of that nature. Um, yeah, that's my stack number one product right there. Got? What else you got? Well, I will tell you something that I think is worthwhile that is not a piece of technology. When people say, well, what's my favorite thing? Even above DaVinci Resolve, mm. I have a desk that I love that, is, that has all my equipment on it and it rises. Yeah. It's one of the rising desks, you know, so you can go up and down. 
I love it so much. I bought I bought two of them. I put one in my other studio, which is downstairs. And uh, that's a big piece of basic information. And some people find that surprising that I love it that much that I would say it's my favorite piece of technology, but it really is because it keeps you from sitting in, in or standing and you can do both. You know, it's very, very important. You know, over there getting your movement is what your Apple Watch is, what it, what it is. He's exactly. trying to get his stand minutes. No, I, I've got a standing mm -hmm. desk as well. I got mine from, from Ikea. Love it. Love just the, the flexibility that it, that it gives. Again, not having to sit here for six, seven, eight, however many hours just staring at these screens that actually can be upwards mm -hmm. and mobile. So that that's actually pretty good. I actually oh, appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate that. Like that. Um, yeah. So that's important. The other uh, piece of software that I use on a regular basis is Adobe After Effects. I've been Adobe After okay. Effects since they had the little dongles. I don't know. The, the young people might not know what a dongle mm -hmm. is. Kind of like a, a thumb drive from... I guess today's make it, time. Make it play, this, brother. Make it play. <laughs> make it play, man. If you don't have that dongle, there was no cracking the software. You, know, you can crack different software if you look for it and pirate day. But back in the day, you had to have a physical dongle yes. for that product. Man, use. that's so truth. Adobe After Effects, I was, um, since I was, I don't want to say a little boy, but I love Adobe After Effects. So that's one of my favorite. Uh, my sound and stuff is the Rodecaster Pro. I have the original and also have the current one. I love this one because you can instantly add music to your flow. I use this on my Toastmasters meetings all the time. So that's kind of a cool little thing to have handy. Uh, my microphone that I use is really, um, I have the RE20 yeah. uh, from Electric Voice. That's, that's a good one. Um, but this one I bought a long time ago. This, like a Neumann right there, brother. What you? What it you, is. It you is. Know, it's oh, hold on, this, man. This let me let me take about, you full screen. Yeah. He, he over there with the Neumann. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this Neumann here, man, is uh, is a beautiful uh, microphone. And, you know, a lot of people use this when they're um, when using, uh, recording studio stuff. So that uh, boy's like a thousand dollars, but it's worth every dime of it. And of course, I bought that when I was balling out of control. I'm not balling out of control anymore. I'm definitely more uh, well, mindful you, of my. You, you, you're more frugal, right? You know, as as we get frugal. a little more seasoned in the in the years, we're a little bit more frugal in terms of our purchase. Oh, but yeah. you know, shout out to the Neumann there. I'm 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 cool with the Michael Jackson mic with the, the, <laughs> the SM7D. But uh, I, yes, I, I, I've got. And you, a, I saw you had the that Shure, uh, which is such a classic. I think it's an M58. Yeah, yeah, the SM58. They sent it to me. Hold, please. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I, I <laughs> sent, saw it, that. sent it to me yesterday like, mm -hmm. uh, for mm -hmm. uh, SM58 days. So, so yeah, this is iconic microphone from Shore. You go to any studio, any recording room, they got this thing in in that studio. Yes, 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 yes. So I have that. Uh, the camera that I'm um, using that I'm looking at right now is the. As we're sharing our stack secrets, which we said we would, we're not gonna share them all. We're not gonna share them all, though. You know, but we will no, share affiliate links at the at the end, so folks can can oh. go out and get this gear. But we're not gonna share all Absolutely. the secrets. Absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So, but I do use that in my upstairs uh, office. This is my upstairs office. In my downstairs studio, I finish on a GH4. So when people okay. say, "Man, the quality is so good," you know. That, those are two cameras, but the camera in these iPhones now, bro, as I'm yeah. sure you know. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Listen, cinematic mode and then 4K 60 or 4K 120, whatever the case may be, is, is an amazing 
feat of technology. And you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give some shouts out to this to the Android folks too. They they got some decent gear out there as well. Yeah, they do. It's just that mm, we're, we're part of that full. <laughs> I, I I can't even say it with a straight we, face. Yeah. We're just we're just part of that full ecosystem, and Absolutely. being able to move the workflows are so much easier, more seamless Amen. on our. They're more conscious on a, on the Apple platform. The workflow is just so much conscious because I was moving stuff back and forth using AirDrop right before this, putting out some reels mm -hmm. and things of that nature. But yeah, the, mm -hmm. the cameras on these mobile devices are, are amazing. The video and then the still photo pieces right there. Uh, I, I yeah. like for the for the phones the fact that many of the app developers are now on par. So you know, for a while mm -hmm. they were only creating apps on the iPhone on the iOS side. And then months later, coming out with the Android side. So I'd have to tell my Android peeps, hey, sorry, uh, we, we yeah. got it, but you don't. So sorry, too, too bad, so sad kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I will tell you one of the things that Android got to jump on the iPhone version is the uh, there's an app that shows the front-facing camera yes. and the camera so you can see what you're looking at. Yeah. Um, that was on the Android months, months, and months before it finally made it over to Apple. True, so and, and it's still not as seamless with the Apple, that particular piece right there. I, I remember I had, it was either an LG or Samsung camera and being able to take yeah. that both sides at the same time. I use a an app called Mix Panel right now to, to try oh, okay. to do that. And, and it, it does it does a decent job, but yeah, it's that, that actually is much cleaner on the Android side. So your yeah, camera is a Panasonic. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna get you over to Sony before too long. I'm gonna get you over here to see. Well, I, I have a Sony that this one that I'm talking into right now is a, is the Sony A6400. Okay, okay. So that's a Sony, yeah. All right, all right. L yeah, long like as you got, Sony, long as you got a Sony body and some glass in there, then then, then we oh yeah, roll yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It took me a while to get off that Panasonic, uh, but I still love it. It's a, it's a, it's my old reliable. Uh, but when I put this new studio together, I was like, let me let me try a different camera, and it's a matter of getting the right lens and. Because you know the body is one thing; you got to get the right lens. You don't get the on. right lens, you don't get that thing in focus. Then it's like you know, what, what are you? Doing? What are you, you doing? Know? Let's let's talk about the, the framing aspect because you, you're looking mighty crispy now, and in, in, in a good Thank way, you, right? So you can talk, you. talking about the lens and talking about the bokeh that you got. So yeah. I see the practical lights. I mean, I can dissect almost everything that you got back there. But I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. No, no, I can dissect it in a good way. Right. I, so listen, that's what we do. I dissected your stuff before yeah. too, bro. Because I've seen you and I was like, oh wow, he changed it. He got a different light color back there. That yeah. light color was different a couple it of weeks was. ago. Yes, it was. So that's that's what creatives do all the time. Out of respect, nothing, nothing bad. And you know, we sometimes we should show our whole works, you know, because True. people they want to see that. And you know, I one thing I like about you, man, and I like about some other creatives is that we share what we have because yeah you know we want no people to look selfish. good no sense in being yeah, don't selfish. Be selfish yeah it's right. like if you have a good cake because here goes the reality when people ask me what i use and i tell them like, don't tell everything don't don't be shy i know you said that a minute ago but i'm not talking about you but don't tell everything well, but if I, you I charge for some of that see because I, I yeah <laughs> this is true this is true if you have the recipes to a great cake yeah and you have it down and the guy gives you directions to the cake that don't mean you're going to make a good cake. You just got the recipes to the cake. You still got to make sure that your oven is right for that recipe because somebody's oven, mm. somebody else's oven, it might be broke in a little bit more. So it might cook for 35 minutes, where on yours, it might need to cook for 45 minutes. Yeah. So like we just that. giving you 
Yeah, we're just giving you the items and the recipe. You still got to bake the cake. At the yeah, end of the so day. you still you still got to put in some work, right? I, I can only Absolutely. I can drive you to the store, but you you still got to right. walk in and walk the aisles. Come on now, I don't know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're preaching. Knowledge. Go ahead now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I wanted to keep going about because again, I, I know a lot of folks that are building studios again from a creation perspective, and, and I was talking about you know the field of view and, and the angle that you got and, and the bokeh and the practical lights mm -hmm. that you've got. So talk about the, the lighting that you're using within your studio. Cause I know you got your, your, uh, your lights in front of you, which are different yeah. than what I have you have in the back from a practical perspective. Talk a little bit about that piece. Yeah, I have, I have a key light from uh, Elgato. I have a couple of Elgato things. Um, and that one, is, you know, my front facing uh, key light. And then I have just a regular uh, box light um, that brings a little light on this side. And I got that from Amazon. You can just Google box light and you can get those things for like 19, 20 bucks. And not anything super, super expensive. I have other lights as well. Uh, I do, I am a fan of the uh, lights that you can change. And as an example, if I want to change that light back behind me red, I could just say, a computer, turn the desk red. In order to change that. So, um, I like it fuchsia generally. Computer, turn the desk fuchsia. Fuchsia. I don't know how to set desk to set. Oh, you don't? I think you do. Computer, <laughs> turn the desk to fuchsia. Yeah. Sometimes the technology. I'm not mm -hmm. that. Well, she didn't know what she was talking about. See, you. Yeah. You, you got the I'm coughing so and doing. She was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to get over the COVID, my brother. That's so, it. That's but, it. Uh, now, so which which smart speaker are you using? Well, that that sound, I don't want to say her name because uh, she might wake up here. Oh, you can room. say Alexa. It's it's an okay. Amazon Alexa device. Oh, I probably said yours. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. I'm, I'm glad I <laughs> my got my bad. monitors in. I didn't want to wake up. Yeah, room yeah. Here in my room, but okay. Yeah, you know what's crazy, James? Like I have I have one of those in just about every room in the house, which is too much. And again. I am that guy who does buy many of the shiny things yes. too much. Uh, but, you know, it's something that the good Lord blessed me to be able to do. Again, I'm a technology person. But these devices, they're nosy. I mean, they're, they're listening to everything. Okay, come on. We, and, let's let's and, go down that path right there, too, right? Because, again, yeah, there's pros yeah. and cons. And here, here, here's some of the, the ugly under the carpet type of conversation. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ugly part is they're always listening and monitoring somebody's listening on the other side. Now they say that they're listening just to make the device uh, more effective and make sure that it's listening to the right commands. But the thing is listening. Yes. Know, my phone is listening. I was uh, at the store the other day getting some food and a guy from AT&T walked up to me like trying to do the thing. You know, what do you guys, uh, what are you having for dinner? He, he didn't care what I wanted for dinner. He just wanted small talk so he could do the pitch. Yeah. But my daughter said we're having, you know, we're having turkey tenderloin. Uh, it was my day to cook that day. And I said, well, we got to figure out a sign. And I talked about mashed potatoes. And this guy started talking about how he likes to make the mashed potatoes, you know, mash and then make mm -hmm. them with the milk and butter. And I'm like, nah, I'm good with just some instant potatoes. I'm good with that. <laughs> I ain't got, got time for all that. I ain't mashing nothing up, bro. Yeah. I got home and on my Alexa device was a recipe for mashed potatoes. Come on. And I was like, this is too much. That's scary, this isn't is too it? much. Yes, yeah, very scary. So that's part of the AI revolution that's taking place that, that concerns me. You know, like when I asked it to do something and it said it wasn't going to do it or I don't understand. Well, sometimes that happens in other devices in my house. 
and I might say something, you know, off the cuff. And uh, and it's, it's, it's <laughs> and, and just, next thing you know, your your browser history's got got some things on it that well. I, I'm not gonna put yeah, you out there in the streets, yeah, but uh, yeah. that is what. It, and so so, so there, there's a good teachable moment right there for folks, right? And you have to consciously opt out of a lot yes. of the creature comforts that the technology brings, because by default, a lot of this stuff is turned on to be fully functional, capable, ease of use, things of that nature. And if you actually don't want your smart speakers to be listening all the time, you actually have to manually go into the app, turn off that functionality. You have to tell Siri, you have to tell Alexa, you got to tell Google to not listen for this word, maybe listen for another word and don't always be awake. You have to be awake when you actually manually intervene. So those those types of manual interventions are are conscious that have to be done after the purchase because by default, again, they're they're on uh, they're on. So you get opt yeah. out. Yes, sir. Yeah, That's it's it, crazy. You definitely want to do that. You definitely so, want to opt out something. So let, let me let me ask this. We we started talking about. I want to continue to go down some of the tech uh, stack stuff because it's, it's weaving okay. into some, some of these other conversations. And I've got the, the question that I want to end with is, is, is pretty cool. And I, and I want to see where it goes because everything we're talking about right now is kind of leading up to that. Um, okay. We talked about video creation and I know you have a, a killer podcast out there as well. And the platform that you're using for your podcast is, is amazing, right? I, I, Thanks. I, I tell it's, folks to use it, use it as well. So, but let's talk a bit about that because you're not just doing video; you're also pushing out audio content as well. So, talk a little bit about how you're doing that and where your audio podcast is going. Yes. Well, I I, I have to give Doc Rock a shout out from Ecam Live, mm-hmm. the Ecam Fam. He was talking about this piece of software or this platform uh, called Captivate, and. When I heard about it, I was like, wow, this sounds pretty cool. And all the different things that it was talking about that it could do and the service that I was using wasn't doing half of that kind of stuff. And so I watched his piece on it and then I went to the Captivate website. And then, of course, as I always do, I go to YouTube and pull up whatever company it is that I'm thinking about doing something. And I watched 25, 30 videos in a row to make sure because the previous service that I had been using, I had been with them for over two years and didn't have a reason to switch because it satisfied my needs. But Captivate actually did so much more from a show prep standpoint, uh, distributing it to all the different channels. I mean, most of those, even Anchor will distribute it to a lot of different channels. But this just offers so much for the Hurricane Day podcast. I thought, well, let me try it and see what it, see what it feels like. So I took it for a test drive. And I was like, you know what? This is good. And it was like $15 less than the company that I was paying for. So uh, I'm definitely a big fan of Captivate yeah. and definitely a big fan of, you know, watching some of these different folks like on Ecamm, the Ecamm fam. They talk about different technology and I listen and learn. And so again, I got to shout out Doc Rock on that because I yeah, never you. even heard of that company before. Here it is. I'll, I'll let him know that you gave gave him some props. I don't. I'll talk to him. <laughs> that, that, that's good stuff. But yeah, you, you're, and it's it's an interesting thing too because you get what you pay for a lot of times, and mm-hmm. a lot of times folks in the creative space will buy just what they need for today, as opposed yes. to where they're going, where their trajectory is. Right. You're 
We're not stagnant. We're not being complacent. We have a goal that we're, we're reaching for. We're always trying to serve our communities and make sure we're, we're growing and just putting out an audio uh, podcast, just putting out a video infocast, just doing micro content. Those things are good for right now, but where are you trying to go and, and buy what you can don't over overdo yourself, but, but buy what you can right. afford to get to where you need to be, not necessarily where you are. Mm-hmm. Is, is really where, 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 I'm, where I'm thinking about. And Captivate, the price point for Captivate, too, it, it, they need to raise their price. Listen, okay. I saw the, <laughs> Don't I saw say the Captivate. That. <laughs> no, I already told him. I, I saw the Captivate okay. team okay. last year at Podcast Movement in, in Dallas, Texas. And I said, listen, uh, I'm not going to mention anybody else's name, any other competitors, but I said, y- y'all need to raise your price. Because what you're <laughs> offering and what they were talking about bringing what they were announcing at, at podcast move i said man listen y- y'all need to go ahead and we we will pay for quality people pay attention to what they pay for absolutely come on absolutely now. and yeah it's, something it's, as good as a, that, a lot of yeah. coaches say that coaches say if people pay then they'll pay attention right if they get it for free then you know it's like it's no big deal yeah. when you charge like a high ticket item which one day i'm gonna start charging i'm going I said that I'm going. Yeah. My Toastmaster would have my neck right now, but I'm going to charge for a high, high price ticket because again, I love the fact that, that when you pay, you pay attention. Absolutely. Got to. Absolutely. I mean, if you put in your. Hey, one your... of the things that you... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry, James. Go ahead. No, I was just going uh, to piggyback on what you were saying. You don't have to have the most fancy thing. Yeah. You know, start with what you have because a lot of the stuff, you know, it's overblown. You know, but but it's it's a convenience. It's good stuff that we love. It's good, high quality stuff. But nowadays in today's society, people pick up their telephone and they just talk into it. They do the little thing like this and it gets more views than somebody who spent several thousand man, ain't dollars. That the Hold on, man. OK, yes. some some of the yes. the reels and some of the, uh, the YouTube shorts that I just made on the fly sitting in the backyard have gotten more engagement and views than something that I put through a whole bunch of other applications and try to clean up and add filters and sound. You, you, that's true. Man. Get out of your own way, folks. Yeah. Get out of your own way. Yeah. I, Just do I, it. I, Just do it. I love it. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, <laughs> let me see something. I, I see some of my, my old financial um, community chime. In. I, I see you, Justin, man. Listen, I, I, I'll probably get back into them discussions one of these days. I, I build a pretty <laughs> decent community. Uh, especially on Twitter with a lot of folks that were heavy into the financial investing world. So I, I whenever I see some of those folks chime in, I, I get I give them a little recognition. So no, that's um, love. I saw you giving love to some people on. Uh, I think you used to work with. I don't know if it was people that you worked with at Apple. Was it Apple yeah, you were at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I saw one of your shows because again I watch your shows, and those guys was excited to be on your show as well because they knew about about that business technology. Yeah. And, uh, also, oh, Manulium, yeah. So, shouts out to them too. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Bruce and 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 uh, and Vince. That's right up our world as well, because that's VR, right? They're using VR Absolutely. for business, and and that is such, yeah. Don't sleep on look, me and Mark Zuckerberg. Don't get along. I, I'm just. I will never get an endorsement from Facebook slash Meta, whatever. I've said so much bad about them. I have, but and you're right, and you're right. Because and we can go down this rabbit hole if you. I don't like the fact that you don't own the data that they can sell and, and all of that, but don't sleep on what, what Zuckerberg has built and is continuing to build because every person 
darn near on this planet is on that platform. Mm-hmm. And what they're building and what they're trying to build with the metaverse and with virtual reality, augmented reality, all of that, we being technologists, it's pretty early, right? We, we, we're, we're seeing a lot of the, the failures. We're seeing a lot of the, the stumbles and things like that. But talk to me, let, let's talk about this right there, because that kind of brings it back into tech stacks and, and where we are with AI and things like that. What, what are your thoughts on metaverse? virtual reality and where Zuckerberg is, is taking that whole industry. Well, I, 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 this Come is on, a tough I got you scratching right your head now. Yeah. Cause, cause <laughs> this is breaking news. You know, oh I used it on goodness. my tease. I oh, used God. it on my tease and the tease was, is the metaverse dead? Is the, well, that's like those things that they do on the news. I like that. That little swiped action that just <laughs> happened right there. Breaking news. Um, I, I, you know, I love the metaverse, you know, metaverse fan. Matter of fact, people, if you go to hurricanedayvr.com, uh, you can sign up to follow me and I'll follow you back inside the metaverse. That's how much I love it. So that's a little plug there, a little cheap plug. But the thing that, that frightens me right now, uh, James, is AI has stolen the spotlight from the metaverse. And the metaverse is something, oh, look at that. I love, man, you're so good. See, this this is what happens when you got Ecamm fam talking to Ecamm fam. (laughs) That's what happens. Some of these other platforms, anyway, let me go back. Uh, The VR world is going through a flux right now. And I don't know how long, uh, I don't want to say that it's going to go away. I will tell you that it's being challenged right now and that all the fluff that Mr. Zuckerberg, he displayed, I mean, he changed his company to Meta. He named it Meta and invested millions and millions of dollars into the platform, but it has not shown a real good return, to be totally honest with you. And some of the companies, matter of fact, this is so funny. We know what Metamucil is, right? Metamucil actually changed its name temporarily because this whole meta thing was so big to meta dash music. I didn't even know that. And that we, was, you, you break yeah. news right now, boy. He... Bro, they did that. So, I and everybody was jumping on the bandwagon. Now, the problem is a lot of these companies, including Zuckerberg, this is an article that came out. Yeah, this is real breaking news for real. And that it again uh, today as well. These companies are now starting to pull back off of the metaverse and focus on AI. And the company that is doing it, is, just like everybody else, is Facebook. Yeah. Facebook has let some of the people that were developing stuff on the metaverse, they've let them go to the wayside. Uh, example, my favorite platform of the metaverse was Altspace VL. To me, that was almost like FUBU for the, um, for the metaverse because yeah. a lot of us on there, a lot of creators on And Microsoft Sunset that, back in march on march 10th i believe it was it just said we're not doing that anymore uh walgreens um, man i should have made note of that because i was reading it like oh my god uh walt disney some of these other companies that were going to do major pushes inside the metaverse have disbanded their metaverse vision over the last couple of weeks so i don't want to say it's like the writing is on the wall because i don't want to be the grim reaper of something that i absolutely love but I also don't want to be on uh, people watch it on the replay and be like, wow, 
he, that, he seemed like he was <laughs> talking about, but he didn't say nothing about the metaverse being in danger. Yeah. The metaverse is in danger, brother. You know, wow. it's in danger. And I'm really sad that, to, to say that because I had so much fun uh, in the metaverse. I love the fact that I could go out and hang out with friends in the metaverse in my house and didn't have to come home and didn't, have to, go, didn't have to leave your leave your chair and, I, and listen chair. i see you you bought the pro version of the headset too so so you yeah truly vested yeah yeah in, in there i i i love the metaverse actually i, I had some stuff you know the, the thing that really turned me on to the metaverse was going to church in the metaverse and i have mm. I mean, let me see this thing but i don't want to play but i was church hunting in the metaverse trying to find a new place and uh you know this one of the churches that I that I visited in it looks like medieval times I've been there. But I'm definitely a big person who loves the metaverse. Matter of fact, let me show you what iced out Thursdays used to look like and I'll play some sound on this. But this was uh the Thursday place to hang out. And what's up, it's Hurricane Dave. Listen, I know you just like I oh, let's knock that pussy right here. Yeah. Yes, we set the trends. What's going on, people? Dave's in the building, boy. Everybody good? Go Baby, let me see that. Hey, it's just me and my gang. One, two, friends. Hey, what's up, Boom, bang. I've been trying to get the money. I've been trying to feed my fan because they don't want to see me win. No. I was thinking about the rolling, but I went and cut the riches, and I went up to my man in the bench. I get it in. In the pit sweet and two twins. So that was like one of the most exciting times i had I, I, i'm back i'm back here hold on <laughs> <laughs> why, why you stop why you stop okay no it doesn't. <laughs> you know yeah so so the metaverse you know I, i'm a huge fan of the platform uh that particular platform was alt space vr they shut that down on march 10th so now that crew people that were hanging out we're hanging out now in spatial a uh spatial uh io inside the and also inside VR chat. Uh, so, you know, there's still definitely some happenings. There are people that are in there. Shout out to my man, Rich, and Boo Banger, all my family that are avatars. But listen, we got to be ready yeah. because, I, I mean, mean again, I, when these companies stop investing in something yeah. and Mark's, Mark is pulling back now, and now he's got his team that was working on metaverse stuff now working on ai mm -hmm. that concerns that concerns a brother i, I think so it's coming breaking. i think it's coming back and, and really interesting and shouts out to my man jp high tech he was one of the first people that i saw actually use vr with ecamm during a live stream so he and his guests actually had their headsets on and they were in God, the metaverse man. conducting a one-on-one -on -one interview so yeah groundbreaking i think it was about a year and a half ago or so but mm -hmm. i still see promise for it i think it's coming and, and once it, it it turns whatever that corner is right folk when folks really find that business value right as opposed mm -hmm. to just being a great outlet during COVID, right? And when the world stopped, it was great that again you could go to church, sitting in your in your living room, you could be in you could be in the sanctuary, you could have the fellowship and those kind of things. But once once I think there's more of an outlet and more of a business use case for it, then I think it'll come back. And and probably look Zuck is a smart dude. Once he yeah. intertwines the VR with the AI and, and, and gets that going, 
I think there will be a resurgence. Look, my, my headset's over there charging right now. I look at it right now. I, we can put it on. I know you got it back there. See, but you got the pro too. So, man, that's, I ain't mad at you. Well, I am well, mad at you. Know, the, the, the crazy part about the metaverse is still it has a long way to go. There's an article that came out uh, again yesterday, part of a tech survey 2023, and 32% of people still don't know what the metaverse is. 29% of people say that it's mostly hype. And 26% say they just don't understand what it's about. Mm. So the the penetration into the general population is still very, very light. So like you said, it could definitely turn the, turn the curve. But all the hype and all of that, you know, this technology thing and trends, you know, everybody jump on something new. They, they didn't forget about what was old. And AI is what everybody's talking about right now. Everybody's talking about AI. And Perfect. that took a lot of that spotlight off of yeah. the so that that's that's that, that's perfect, right? Because that what you just said puts a nice bow on that, that this topic, this last topic that I wanted to ask you about. And appreciate everyone. I'm looking at. I see. I'm gonna stop streaming on Twitter. I, I and and I say that all, with all due respect because I see a gang of folks over there. But again, they can't engage and they can't interact with the conversation. So this this may be one of the last times I I, I might just put the link out there instead of streaming out there as well. Uh, can AI and creativity coexist? Can AI and creativity yeah. coexist and be well, more a of question. a pro than a con? As you know, we started this conversation with, we've got the fake Drake song. We've got folks using ChatGPT to write their bios, to write papers in school. We've got all these different things coming in. Yeah, they're increasing efficiencies from a workflow perspective, but can AI and creativity coexist? Because we're creative. I think heart. it can. Yeah, I think it's doing that right now. You know, I think it's currently doing that. Shout out to my man, Iggy Pop, Malcolm. I see you, brother. I appreciate you checking in. I, I think that it's doing that right now. Uh, I do believe, like many, and not to be, again, the Grim Reaper, that this AI thing, it's going to be dangerous down the road yeah. mm. because I, you know, I, I'm hoping that I'm not around, you know, but my kids and my kids' kids, when AI says, okay, we, we've been letting y'all do it. I, I'm, I'm machine learning. I'm learning how things work. We're going to have a real problem. Down the road. Right now it's fun and candy being passed around. And, yeah. and most older, older folks are, are worried about it. These young people, they just say, man, let's, let's enjoy the technology. But I believe, uh, what's his name? Steve Jobs. Steve Wozniak? Yeah, Steve Wozniak. Wozniak, yeah. yeah. He, he, you know, he came out against it. The guy yeah. who created he, he want, AI. He wants a little more oversight. Yeah, I mean, Wozniak yeah, has always been kind of uh, like that. Yeah, he wants more oversight mm -hmm. with this technology. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Imagine He's, that. I think he is AI. He's an AI person in real life. He's not human. He's, He's not real. He, yeah, he, that's true. He ain't he real. I, he yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. Shout, shout out and to he him. Was, you know, I got his yeah, cars in the garage. I'm, I'm so no, no. Oh, don't, all right. Go ahead. Well, Tesla, my, listen, come on now. I, I don't buy gas. Right. I'm no not more. mad at you. Uh, yeah, uh, we, wow, we, that's we fully charged that's over here. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody ain't able. Everybody ain't able. Pray for him. But soon they will. Soon they will be. And he's, you know, he's so smart. The one of the things that I love about Elon Musk is he created that technology. And some say he was not being selfish when he let other people get the patent 
to yeah. make other cars. And oh, that was so kind. No, that wasn't kind. That's called good business. Mm-hmm. He's licensing that technology and getting richer and richer. Plus, he keeps people off his back from, uh, you know, holding a monopoly. So he's a, that that man is super smart, super super smart. But but to get back to your question, James, I think that AI and creativity is currently working together right now because again there's a lot of creative people in the space and there are going to be more people coming into the space that are creatives and we haven't we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg of what's going to be happening with ai i mean two or three years down the road the most amazing stuff that's going to be happening with this technology because we're all blown away by it Mm -hmm. and brand new to a lot of people's chat gpt it's going to continue to be more amazing. And I think we need more creatives involved and keeping the other C people out, the crazos, because the crazies, they're learning how to do bad things with yeah. AI. And so, you know, but it's here. It's here to yeah. stay. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to love it. I'm going to enjoy it. I think, I think that's a good lesson right there to learn right keep be, be cognizant be aware don't don't be complacent embrace the technology but learn the technology as well because you're you're right it's not i, I also agree it's not going anywhere so we we have to find a way we, we as a society as a culture we have to find a way to live learn and leverage technology because yeah there really are more pros than cons. Yeah, we, we see the cons a lot all the time because they're on the news and then they're flashy and, and it's all it's always hyper more exposed, but there are a lot of benefits out of, again, (laughs) increased workflow, functionality, capability, and and just the ease of use and just the the exchange of knowledge and the exchange of information. And if we can be at the forefront of that because we're creatives and we're entrepreneurs and things of that, we can can be that catalyst to have folks understand the best way to use these types of technologies, things that need embracing it, but watch watch its handling of it too. I, I like that, Shirley, appreciate that. Embrace it, but watch its handling as well. So that, that's a good point right Absolutely. there. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and what, one of the cool things that I use it for, is, I'm not a salesperson, even mm-hmm. though I, I kind of like being on the microphone and I don't necessarily say that I like being in front of the camera, but obviously I do a lot of videos, but I'm not a salesperson. And so now I can take a piece of copy about one of the companies that I may have write that script with chat gpt then plug that into one of those ai generated voices and avatars and i have a, a couple of one example i'll just play real quick i only play like uh, 10 seconds of it but it talks about branded live as a company because well what's branded live this is branded live if i'm not going to be face man put that this on the screen man, man let's, let's see what that is welcome to branded like live that. a black-owned technology company based in atlanta georgia We specialize in cutting-edge marketing solutions targeted at the music and entertainment industry. One of our signature products is called Social Media Harvesting. Using the latest AI with the latest chatbot technology, we will harvest your followers at scale from the social media platforms onto a platform that you own. This way you can market to your followers 24-7 without paying an additional dime to the platform. All right, so yeah, I I won't let the whole thing play because I don't want to be... Utilize your platform to do commercials for me. But here's one other one for Toastmasters. Uh, I I typed the information in and I plugged it into an AI generated voice. And this is what that sounds like. Dear fellow club managers, 
Are you tired of juggling countless tasks to keep your club running smoothly? Have you ever wished for a comprehensive, all-in-one solution to manage your club memberships? Look no further than Toast ZMMS, the complete club membership management system in a box. Yes, yeah, so all of that information, those are really cool things that could be done with AI. And if you're trying to sell a product and you don't want to be the face of the product, you can just type that information there. You can pick a you know, white female, you can pick uh, a person from India, wherever. So some of those, those things are really, really cool. Those are things that I enjoy. Playing. You out there doing Even it. though I haven't really, uh, you know, I, I'm out here having fun, man. The technology is there. Let's enjoy it. Can we yeah. enjoy it? I love that. Yeah. And you, knowing 10% more than <laughs> the next person, that, that makes you kind of an expert. expert. I mean, that, that makes you a subject matter expert, kind of a go-to trusted advisor. So I love yeah. the fact, I get excited by hearing folks that are excited by t technology. Right. Yes. So I, I love that piece. I, I, I really see what you're doing here and I applaud it because again, yep. you're out here moving the needle in, in the right direction. And one of the statements from my old boss, when I worked at Apple, the guy said, I'm just, we out here just trying to put a dent in the universe. Hey, and uh, the young love cats that. don't know who, who said that, you know, that, that was, that was the job <laughs> to sell, right? So we, we right. out here trying right. to put a dent in the universe. Then we can do that. If we can leave that mark then we we've done good Amen. son um, they tell tell folks where they can find you man because you, you're involved in so much we didn't even get into your congratulations on your nlp certification which you just got thank you uh thank some you. of those things but tell folks where they can find you if they have some more questions yeah you can you can find me at if you go to hurricanedave.com uh, that's like my official website hurricanedave.com there's a contact button up there click and it'll contact information it's a form that gets sent to me uh, you're on the metaverse and you just want to do the metaverse thing you can go to hurricanevr.com and tell me where you like to hang out in the metaverse and i'll come and meet you someplace you know and again i'm meeting for business purposes i'm not meeting for social purposes like i'm trying to hook up i'm in there trying to do business deal and networking deal and seeing how we work together and then the last thing uh, that, that is self-service, James, is I'm the guy who likes to buy shiny stuff all the time. And sometimes, like I fly drones, I have eight or nine drones. There's no reason why I should have eight or nine drones. And my wife said, you can't buy the newest model of the drone until you start selling some of these other drones. Oh, really? You know, I have three or four consoles for mixing boards, all kind of technology. I have a, uh, I bought a, a professional, Akai drum machine that people make beats on and make millions of dollars. I mean, I paid, I think I paid a couple thousand dollars for that thing. I got it for my son, thinking that he would to make beats because he said, Dad, I think I want to make beats. Well, yeah. let me buy this for you, son. <laughs> you want to be the next Henny to business out there. <laughs> yeah. So, so the crazy part is, I think he played with that thing four days. Yeah. And so I have a site that people can go to right now called Hurricane Dave Stuff. Hurricane Dave stuff.com and put your information in there because I'm going to have a spring cleaning like you never heard. Hurricane Dave stuff. Lord, have mercy. look at this. Yeah, I don't, look, you already pulled it up. Go ahead and put it on the screen. Lord, right? I, I, this not, on the screen. Um, this is scary right here because I may end up buying <laughs> some hurricane. Yeah. Welcome to Hurricane Dave stuff. You take yeah. all of it too. You take Cash App, take Stripe, PayPal. Lord That's right. Amazing. Oh yeah. 
You yeah. get that money. So I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to get that money. And and the cool part is I'm going to be doing it at greatly discounted prices. Mm. So when I when I post the price, that's the price. Don't call me and be like, hey man, can you knock a hundred dollars off? No, I already knocked a couple hundred dollars off. If you don't want it, this is not for negotiation. Just move, on, keep it moving, keep it moving. You know. So, mm. but yeah, yeah, you can go there, Hurricane Dave dot uh, Hurricane Dave hurricanedavestuff.com and get on an email list. And when this goes live, I will text you and email you so it'll be first come, first serve. Now, that's the only real commercial that I'm going to do, Jim. So that's all. Appreciate listen, you, my Hey, appreciate listen, you. man. And I'm I'm going to consolidate all these links into, into the description on all the platforms. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to be yes. one of the first ones on that mailing list to check out some of your stuff. I, I don't need nothing else <laughs> from DJI, but, you know, if you yeah. got one of them Mavic Pro, uh, I got, I got several. I got he several. said he do, got Do you several. have a drone right now? I sold them. Do you have a drone? I, I, I got mad at the, the establishment when they said we had okay. to have a part 107. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that, you got to have that if you're selling the content. Yes. Well, and, and that's where I now, wanted to go. So um, if, if you want to, you could still go ahead on. And, uh, shut, nah, let me stop before ooh, I you know we live. You know we live. No, no, don't don't do it. We live on, on LinkedIn, too. Right. So, so, well, so yeah. business folks I, are listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, I have heard that some people in the past, not me, you know, they might go and get some content for somebody as a friend. And then, you know, they'll just give them the content, but they might have to charge them for gas and transportation. Mm. There's always a way. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm, I'm not even going to, we, we going to glide <laughs> over that. We, we going to pretend yeah, we didn't even see that. that either. I pay my taxes and I do right by the government because we got, we got to do that right. So that's true. I just heard friend did that. Not me. Wasn't me. I got like so, Eddie Murphy say, wasn't me. Wasn't uh, me. Like that day. It wasn't me. Smith in the building. Yes, sir. Thank uh, you, bro. We didn't even touch. We didn't even touch the surface. And not, not even talking about no. scratching the surface. We didn't even touch the surface in terms of the wealth of knowledge that you have, the information that you, Thank you. the things that you're involved in. And I, I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to ask if you will come back so we can continue yes. these conversations, maybe on a regular basis, just, just to dive in because your perspective on some of these aspects, again, and, and your history I think lend well to the community so we can have that conversation about should we be using the bits of technology? Should we be doing this and that platforms, apps, thing, things of that nature. So I would love to have you come back maybe even maybe on the digital collective here and talk about the technology side or even on like a perspectives and focus where we go more into business conversation, setting up Absolutely. an LLC, setting up yes. banking account, right? Some of the things that creators, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, business folks really are, are interested in. So I'm going I'm to I'm task you with that one right there, if you don't mind. <laughs> Bro, I would come back anytime. You know, the one thing that I, I tell you that I absolutely love about watching your shows, uh, is why I felt comfortable coming on. We, you know, we didn't practice anything. We didn't get no script. We didn't do no yeah. run of show. Yeah. We didn't do all that stuff that a lot of people do. Because when I watch what you do, there are no hiccups. The stuff works. Your flow is so good. And that's not to slam anybody else because, you know, you know, it's a, it's a learning curve, you know, and your, your learning curve is so high and your quality and what I expect when I turn into one of your shows. I was like, absolutely. I wasn't even worried. You know, when we, when we were waiting to 10 minutes to go on before, I, I've been on shows before where I had to get on 15, 20 minutes before <laughs> and still had problems. So you're said, yeah, yeah, just pop on 10 minutes before. 
I wasn't worried because we both Ecamm Live brothers and we both love technology and we're both Mac guys. So I'll come back anytime, brother. I I thank you so much for allowing me to be on your platform. I really love that. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, man. I got nothing else to say. Community, if y'all found some value in this, let me know. If you didn't find value, still let me know. Right. But we are here just trying to enlighten, entertain, and educate. And this man right here, Hurricane Dave Smith, is the truth. Shouts out to y'all. See y'all next time. We out.